So this one's a very short episode about some of the do's and don'ts in the UK. Hello, I am Progress Oberico, a writer, coach, and an international student's ambassador. This is the International Students Podcast. It is a platform for sharing stories and exclusive information for international students across the world, prospective international students, and essentially anyone moving or living abroad. This is to help people tackle challenges and also to share opportunities that they need. You'll be hearing from international students studying in various universities across the world, experts and professionals sharing knowledge on what you need to know when moving abroad, visa application, how to manage your finance, job opportunities, culture shocks, scholarships and various tips and tricks for living abroad. Please do subscribe to this podcast, share this podcast with your friends, follow us on Spotify and on any platform you're currently listening to us and let us know what you think. Have a good listen. Thank you so much. You know, like in every country, they have their own unique way of behavior and especially as an international student when you move abroad to study knowing these things and having this basic knowledge help you navigate and also sort of acclimatize with the culture and blend in quite smoothly so i wanted to share this for students and also migrants generally anyone moving into the uk um, this might relate to other places as well, like the US and wherever, but specifically this is for the UK. So, the first one is, always remember to leave a green on your face. In other words, always leave a smile on your face. So, the UK is very known for their polite culture and their polite way of behaving, you know. And and so smiling is one way of doing that as well. So they use smiling a lot. Like they can, someone can literally, a stranger can literally smile to you across the street just to say hello. Or, you know, they like smile to you to, to show whether they agree or not. And yes, yeah, so smiling is another way of them showing politeness to you. So... Always remember to leave a grin on your face. I remember when I was in a bus one day, it was a really weird experience because I was just like minding my business, sitting on the bus. And there was this white girl beside me who, you know, she just looked at me and smiled. For a second, I was confused because I immediately looked away. And you know when your eye just meets someone and you don't know what to do? So I immediately looked away. But as I was looking away, I saw that she smiled at me. And I was confused, instead of, you know, reciprocating that and smiling back, you know, just to acknowledge her smile as well, I really, I immediately looked away. And when I looked back, she was already getting down from the bus and I felt really bad because I was like, what is wrong with you? You should have just smiled back. I felt bad. But anyway, um, that was one of my early days in the UK. Um, so if someone smiles at you, smile back. And this is why you should have a smile handy. Number two, whenever you're walking, don't forget to open the door for the person behind you. When you're walking, always be sensitive. Look around you. If there's someone coming behind you, don't just slam the door and, you know, 
walk in to the building or wherever you're going, always remember to hold the door for the next person behind you. This is a polite thing to do. Number three, take a shopping bag with you or a suitcase or a bag when you go shopping. Otherwise, you will buy one. This was actually one of my culture shocks because, you know, buying, paying for a nylon bag when you go shopping was just not what we do back home in Nigeria. Um, But yeah, in the UK, you will pay for a bag if you do not have one in many places where you go shopping. So take a bag with you or a suitcase or whatever when you are shopping. I have literally... I can't I can't even count how many bags I have in my kitchen right now, how many nylon bags because I keep taking them and keeping them. And whenever I'm going shopping, sometimes I forget and I have to pay to buy another one and it's quite annoying. Number four, take some cash with you when you go on an outing with friends. Just because they won't pay for your drink. Also, again, this is a culture. This was a culture shock for me because I remember going out with friends. You know, usually the the way back in Nigeria, people pay for each other. You know, you don't really have to. If you go out with a friend or maybe someone invites you out, you they are gonna pay for you. But coming here, you go out to a pub. You just know that you will spend money. You will pay for your drink, literally. Even when you go on a date as a lady, keep in mind that sometimes, depending on the person who took you out on the date, you might have to split the bill between you and your date. You might have to pay for your food. So as I would always say to ladies, don't just go out if you do not have any money on you. Feel free to, you know, postpone the date and give some excuse and say, oh, maybe you're not feeling well or this is not a good time or something. But endeavor to have some cash with you. The responsible thing to do is to have a car, some spare cash with you in case the person says, let's split the bill. You don't want to be looking broke or looking stupid when, you know, the waiter is standing in front of you and you have to pay for your food. And also, this is an unsolicited advice, but ladies, you don't have to eat heaven and earth when someone takes you out. Eat within your budget. Eat what you can pay for. So that in case the person turns around and say you have to pay for your for, for your food, it is within your budget. You can actually afford to pay for it. Do not be a glutton who wants to consume everything. You're ordering champagne and, and everything you never had in your life just because you are on a date. Anyway, that's it. If you're a parent, avoid beating your child. This is, I mean, growing in an African home, this is, and even in Asian homes as well, this is something many parents do. And when you're moving abroad as a parent, you come with that mentality that, you know, you can spank your child or you can hit your child. Like your neighbor can literally call the police on you when they see you hitting your child. They call it abuse. So do not abuse your child. Do not beat your child. Actually, I think it's quite interesting because many, I feel like many African and Asian parents should learn to communicate. Sometimes they are not very patient enough to speak to the kid and, you know, treat the, the child as an individual, as a person, instead of just beating the person, beating the kid at the slightest opportunity. You know, um, learn to communicate, communicate, tell them not to do this, tell them to do that. I know kids can be 
annoying sometimes, you know, but this is a different environment. The UK and, you know, in the other Western worlds, you don't hit your child. You communicate with them because it is considered abuse when you hit your child. The next number, I think I've lost track now of the numbers. Um, when you peel yam, do not leave it open. No, like back home, we can peel yam, maybe like use half of it and leave the remaining half for next time. But here, I remember when I prepared yam, I used half. And the next time I wanted to make the leftover unpeeled yam, I had, you know, fried my egg and everything. And I wanted to boil the yam. I was peeling the yam and everything had gone brown and rotten. So do not keep your yam out after you have you know, opened it. The best way, I think, to preserve yam here in the UK because of the weather is to peel it, cut it, and put them in the freezer. So when you need to cook or fry next time, just bring it out of your freezer. But do not leave unpeeled yam or half-peeled yam outside in the cold or in your kitchen just lying there. This is not, you know, as it is back home. And also, as a bonus point on that... I remember putting ripe plantain in the freezer once because I wanted to preserve. And then I brought it out and it was soggy. I couldn't eat it. It had gone bad. So plantain, I don't know how to preserve ripe plantain, but it doesn't work in the freezer as other stuff do. Do not drop your trash on the floor or anywhere around you, outside or randomly. If you are in your car, keep it inside your car. Or if you are walking and you, you just had chips or something, if there's no bean around you, keep it in your bag or in your pocket. Do not trash rubbish anywhere. Keep it with you until you walk or you see a rubbish bin outside. Then you can trash it properly. When you are in the train or on the bus, you are going to have to stay a lot because you might have to give up your seat or stand up from your chair and, you know, give it up to someone disabled or a child or an old person or a pregnant person or a vulnerable person. So I know on the train, the first seats when you get on the train are usually reserved for disabled people or people that are vulnerable. But also, even the main seats, there are times where the, the train or the bus might be full and you would have to stand up for the person. Sometimes if you don't stand up, especially on those reserved seats, if you're sitting on them, if you don't stand up or maybe you were not looking, people, the, the eyes of the people in the bus or on the train are going to actually swallow you. They won't tell you. Sometimes they won't. Sometimes someone else might just give up their seat. But it is polite and, it cons and it's considered the right thing to do give up your seat for someone i asked this question on my tiktok page actually and it's almost like a dilemma so you are a lady right and you're having serious menstrual cramps excruciating menstrual cramps and you're sitting down on the train and then there is this pregnant woman standing on the train right in front of you hoping that you would give up your seat for her because of course she's pregnant what would you do as a lady and you're having excruciating menstrual pains what would you do would you give up your seats and bear the pain or would you just pretend as if you didn't see the lady 
Or what would you do? If you are a guy, what would you advise your sister to do? Or what would you imagine yourself having, you know, serious pains and then there's a pregnant woman in front of you? Would you give up your seat? Please let me know. You can send me a DM on Instagram, on our Instagram page, T-I-S podcast, all one word. Or you can send an email or you can leave a comment on this on this if you're listening on spotify you can leave a comment i would like to know what you would do in that situation the other point is always keep your receipts after you buy something after purchasing something whether that is online or in store keep it because you might need it when you when you um, want to return the item and this is one of the things i love about this country you can literally buy something and return it within two weeks or some some shops will give you 30 days to return it and that's really great because you know you will get your money back but back in nigeria it's really difficult to return things some shops they will take it but they will ask they will ask you to wait till they sell the item before they refund your money which is not very good but anyway that's beautiful as a student do not access public fund i made a tiktok video about what public funds are i cannot list them here now in this episode but go on my tiktok page it is one of my pinned videos on my tiktok um, page you would see what public funds are many students have not been able to you know apply for their graduate visa because they applied for, unknowing to them, they applied for um, public fund and that affected them. There is a list of of what is considered public fund. So you can Google it, go to gov.uk and you would find what public fund is. Or you can visit my TikTok or Instagram page, TIS Podcast, to see what public funds is. You have the right to call the police if your partner abuses you. You know, in some countries, it's okay for the man to hit the woman or vice versa. And it's considered part of the relationship or like, you know, a normal thing in many marriages. But here, it is not. You cannot hit your partner the same way you cannot hit your kid because it is considered abuse. You cannot hit your partner and your partner cannot hit you, should not hit you. If they do, you have the right to call the police and it is gonna be considered domestic abuse also in the the uk has a very serious gdpr um, data protection law so when you're accepting cookies on website those cookies are for you to be aware of the data that would be accessed that the website has the right to access when you accept those data so basically me i just don't accept cookies i reject them or i go through them and pick the ones i need and confirm them just don't accept random cookies or terms and conditions on various websites this one is very important the next point do not try to sleep with or have sex with a girl that is drunk whether you met them in the club or whatever it is cons even if they give you consent initially but they are drunk or in an unconscious situation you do not have right to their body because you might be charged for rape this is a very serious issue i have literally seen many people especially guys and men being repatriated back to their country there was the story of a guy who um, was trying to help this girl she was drunk and you know he just decided to put her in his house to sleep to spend the night he didn't do anything with her but 
she woke up the next morning and was like, how did I get here? Why did you take me in? Who are you? And stuff like that. And that was how the police got involved. And he was charged for something. I don't know. But it was something about not having the girl's consent. But anyway, whenever you go, even even dancing in the club, the same way you go to a club and you know you feel like you can dance with any girl, grab their butt and stuff, it is considered sexual harassment, especially if they do not give you their consent. Another one, press the bell when you want to alight on the bus. Otherwise, the driver will not stop. I shared the story of my experience on the bus. I was coming from Brighton or somewhere in London. And then I was having like a lot of luggage and bags on me. And I didn't know this. So it had gotten to my stop and I was hoping that the driver would stop. But the driver did not stop. I kept telling driver, please stop me here. Oga, I was literally speaking Nigerian pigeon English. I was like, Oga, stop me here. Oga, stop me here. But he didn't listen. Like he just literally drove and he drove up to two stops after my stops. And that was when I realized that I, I needed to press the bell to alight. And by the time I pressed the bell, it has already gotten like three stops after my stops. And I had to carry those heavy luggage to trek back to my stop. So please do not be like me. <laughs> Because that journey was, was yeah, a memorable one. I still remember the stress I went through on that day. Press the bell. A stop before your stop when you need to alight on the bus. The trains usually stop on every stop. But the bus, you have to tell the driver by pressing the bell that you are stopping on the next stop. This one is also very important. Tap in and out of the train station whenever you are traveling. Even when the barrier is open, if you do not, you will pay a penalty fare. I know I'm sounding like the the lady on the train or on the bus who always says, if you do not, you will pay a penalty fare. <laughs> or mind the gap, please. Mind the gap between the train and the platform. <laughs> But yeah, always endeavor to tap in. I have literally paid £70 for a penalty fare and also £40 for a penalty fare because I I actually tapped in and I thought I did. I heard the sound when I tapped in, the pain sound. But then the officers came on the train and they were checking and I you know, gave them my oyster, they checked and they said I didn't tap in. Unknowing to me that the red light was on on the barrier, so you have to check. Sometimes the barrier may not be working and it might be left open and you will tap in and, you know, you go, but you actually did not tap in. And when you tap out on the other end, when you have not tapped in, you will be charged twice the cost of your transport fare. So don't think that you're being smart. Oh, I won't tap in. I will only tap out. You are doing yourself because if that journey is supposed to be £2, they are probably going to charge you £7 or something for not tapping in so yeah there's there's a way the system is 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 built in a way that you can't run away from cheating you have to pay so don't try to play smart tap in and tap out during your journeys otherwise when you're caught you will pay a penalty fare thank you
Now, um, another very important point is always plan your journeys ahead of time and also check for the train times, check if there are train strikes or bus strikes to avoid getting stuck when you are traveling. If you're going to a restaurant or somewhere, you have to plan ahead. This this country is, is built in a way that you have to plan. Like you cannot just walk into somewhere. There are very few places you can just randomly walk into. Um, even restaurants, even salons, even you have to book online. You have to, yeah, you have to book. So plan your journeys, plan your visits, plan your movements really well. Yes. And another very important do in the UK or wherever you are studying abroad is to leave a review on this podcast. Leave a review. If you've enjoyed this podcast, kindly leave a review. <laughs> Please leave a review. Please leave us a five star. These are some of my um, top tips. Hope you find them useful. Um, Let me know if I've missed anything. Send us a DM. Follow us on Instagram and other platforms as well. I would love to hear from you and let me know if you found this useful. Thank you so much for listening. Um, Please share your thoughts if you have any comments. Send us an email with your questions. Our email is tisp.podcast at gmail.com. You can also find us on social media at tispodcast on Instagram, the International Students Podcast on Facebook. And you can find me, the host, at Progress Oberico on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn. On Twitter, I am Oberico underscore pro. And of course, I've joined the TikTok gang. So my TikTok name is ProgressOberico99. You can hit me up with your messages. If you have any questions or a topic you want us to discuss on, please send me an email, send me a comment. And also, please leave us a review. Rate this podcast. Leave us a review, a nice review. Thank you very much. Bye.